Dan Perkins Media presents a unique and exciting program. Truth Starts Now, a conversation with Dan Perkins. The left has taken away your rights to freedom of speech. Truth Starts Now is a platform for you to regain your voice. America and Americans will be better off if we can have civil and respectful conversations about the day's important issues. Now, here's your host, Dan Perkins. Welcome to The Truth Starts Now, and we have an incredibly special guest to talk to us about his experience. Uh, Jake Lang was uh, arrested for the January 6th, whatever they're calling it today. He's been in jail for three years. He's never been indicted. He has no idea what the charges are. And, uh, Jake, I I think that it's fair to say that a lot of people, millions if not hundreds of millions of people in this country today have no idea what it is like to be in jail. Take a moment or two and tell us about your experience. Sure, no problem, Dan. Thank you for having me on. God bless you. I just wanted to say I have been indicted and charged, but I have not had a trial. And they've hit me Uh with, you know, uh, over a dozen blanket political charges. Absolute nonsense. Um, And I have no criminal record. They haven't even given me an opportunity to get bail or bond. I've just been sitting languishing in prison for nearly three years without a trial, and it's an atrocity of justice, and it's un-American at its very core. Well, I was talking to a a former prosecuting attorney for the Northern District of California last week, and he's talking about uh, your First Amendment right, freedom of speech, uh, are are being impacted here, and and, uh, the other parts of the Constitution about know the charges and know who's bringing the charges and a lot of things are are, are up in the air and it, it it seems to me jake that the government's out of control here well very much so i mean you know joe biden's corrupt department of justice and the fbi gestapo have really just run rampant with political persecution here they are you know purposely targeting january sixers because we're trump supporters because we stood up for our constitutional republic and free and fair elections. And, you know, now they're subjecting us to torture and years of confinement without the ability to have due process of law. And so, you know, all of this is, in, there's, it's not just our First Amendment that's being stifled here and trampled on. It's, I mean, pretty much every single constitutional amendment you can think of, you know, right, right to be free from cruel and unusual punishment, the right to have um, equal application of the law in the 14th Amendment, the right to have a fair jury trial, the right to have access to your legal counsel and the evidence that is alleged against you, the right to have your freedom of speech be heard. I've been, you know, they've tried to silence me many times in these last three years, um, including right now they've stuck me in solitary confinement. I'm, I'm blessed by God to be able to have a voice from here, but, you know, this is, uh, this is torture. This is inhumane, uh, the way they've treated me and the other Jan Sixers and it just goes to show that they're very afraid of our message that we carry, of never backing down, never bending or folding or surrendering to the tyrannical uh, oligarchy that oppresses America right now, the communist regime of Joe Biden and his uh, Chinese handlers, the CCP. Yeah, and, it's, it, and what's happened is they originally talked about uh, insurrection, and then they they kept knocking it down, knocking it down. Now they're talking about riots. And so the, 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 the government is positioning what took place 
diminishing in its importance and diminishing the reaction of which the government took place. Um, tell us a little bit about what you're trying to accomplish from prison. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, uh, they, they have been. They've been, you know, it's been a misapplication purposely of what they've been calling January 6th. The mainstream news media um, and the Democrats, like the Jan 6 Select Committee, they've all, you know, called this insurrectionist, violent domestic terrorists, you know, extremists, and all of these things because they want to paint, you know, the Republican Party, um, conservatives, Christians, patriots as these things that we're not. You know, we're constitutionalists at the end of the day, and we will stand up and defend the Constitution of America, you know, through life or limb, but that doesn't make us extremists. That makes us our 1776 founding fathers. We're on the same, you know, wavelength and, and same thought process, that liberty and freedom in this country is sacred and needs to be defended with full vigor and full force um, at every single turn, politically and in other ways. So... You know, they have been uh, propagandizing January 6th for many years, but now we're seeing through the, the release of the January 6th select tape, or the, the, the January 6th tapes, and just the hard work of investigative journalists, and a lot of work by my team at j6truth.org, um, which is our website if people want to go and watch the documentary, the number one viewed video ever on Rumble, actually, about January 6th, called The Truth About January 6th. Without the mainstream news media spun narrative, false narrative, we've got the truth there on j6truth.org. Um, but, you know, this has been a battle for years about getting the truth out. And that's why I like being on your show here. The truth starts now. It's a great name. Thank you. So uh, the, the charges which you are, as if you've been indicted, you've been made aware of what the charges are. But I, I have to ask you, uh, everything I've read about the the explosion of your video on Rumble, um, as you said, number one, uh, millions and millions of viewers, um, what do you think happened that it sparked such an interest? The American people are hungry for the truth, you know what I mean? They know that the government's been lying to them uh, for decades and decades about everything, 9-11, you know, Benghazi, you know, just you name it. Uh, and they knew that the official media narrative, uh, that the Biden regime and the Democrats and Washington Post and New York Times and MSNBC were pushing was not the full truth. In fact, it was complete lies. And so... We gave the people the perspective uh, from the January 6th perspective, from the people that were on the ground there that day. We used a lot of cell phone video footage. We put together a lot of dots. We, we used FBI um, brass, you know, uh, testimony saying that, you know, we can't tell you about how many feds are in the crowd and stuff. And people took it, and they, they attached themselves to it, and they, they used it as a weapon, I guess, uh, to combat the lies, and people were sharing it with their friends, their family on social media. It was the go-to piece of content, uh, documentary, to really, you know, enlighten people about, hey, I know everybody's heard about January 6th, but check out this perspective. Check out the perspective from the protesters that were on the ground, and not, you know, the government official lies and, and, and nonsense. So um, I think that's why people really have come to appreciate that that documentary because it, it's the only one that answers uh, the question of what really happened on January 6th, not 
what they want to try to contrive the narrative as. Jake, again, we heard over the weekend uh, from people saying that uh, the government will not release how many FBI, NSA, and other agents were in the in the assembly of people that were there. Do you have any data as to how many you think government officials were in, in, in involved in the protests? I mean, we have Representative Massey who has openly claimed um, with backed up uh, information that he's done his research on that there were over 200 federal agents in the crowd that day stemming from many different federal agencies working in concert for an orchestrated uh, attack on the American people uh, to paint Trump and his supporters as domestic terrorists, over 200. And that comes from the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, FBI, um, other different agencies that were working inside the crowd, confidential human sources, basically paid actors by the FBI to be there, infiltrating groups like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers and you know, I have to mention this, too, Dan, because what I believe with my whole heart that January 6th was an orchestrated and planned event by the Democrats, by the Democrat leaders to try to paint Donald Trump and his supporters as domestic terrorists, as I said. There's also another component about January 6th that I firmly believe in the core of my being, that the spirit of our founding fathers, the love of God and the love of country, um, and, and the refusal to bend and to break the tyranny and a stolen election where they're installing uh, a communist uh, despotic leader like Joe Biden into our office was on the, the Patriots that day. And while we were there with peaceful intentions, when our own government officials like the Capitol Police uniformed tyrants turned their weapons on us, we defended our homeland. We defended our Constitution. We defended the unarmed Patriots around us like myself. And so you have this two-prong, really, understanding of January 6th that I have from, you know, studying it, being a part of it, that it was an orchestrated attack, but the American people also refused to back down to tyranny that day. And I think January 6th should be remembered as a day where free men stood against tyrants. What is there, because we're almost out of time on this segment, and... Uh... I'll, I'll let the audience know we have to we have to hang up and then bring you back in because of prison regulations. So don't go away when we hang up here. Um, what what do you hope is the outcome? You, you, we're going to talk in the second half about the the, the Supreme Court. How did that come about? The, the courts involved? Yeah, I mean, you know. The outcome has always been to be able to get a fair jury trial and acquit myself of the accusations against me. But that seems, I mean, it's virtually impossible in Washington, D.C. There are so many liberals that hate Donald Trump and hate his supporters here that we have these very biased jury trials. Um, and so we've had to seek uh, reprieve uh, from other legal avenues, and we've pushed my case up to the Supreme Court. Me and two other January Sixers filed. Um, the, against the obstruction of Congress charge, we were accepted, and this is about to set the stage for a massive showdown that could clear out the prisons, hundreds of January Sixers from the prison cell, and keep Donald Trump out of prison. So when I come back, Dan, I'll explain more about that massive Supreme Court case. Okay. So we need to go now? Go ahead, Dan. 
Give me one second. This is Dan Perkins, host of The Truth Starts Now, and we have a fascinating continuing conversation with Jake Lang, who is sitting in the the District of Columbia jail for three years for his supposed participation in the January 6th, whatever it's called today, currently called a riot. Um, Jake, uh, I understand that last week the or so the Supreme Court decided they would like to see the video and hear the story? Yeah, so we're we're celebrating in the January 6th community. You know, we're currently it's a community of 1,200 and some odd persecuted Americans and, you know, tens of thousands of our family members and millions of our supporters. Uh, we're celebrating that the Supreme Court has decided to pick up the case uh, of a particular charge that they used as a blanket political charge, uh, basically a weaponized mm-hmm. instrument of tyranny against, you know, about uh, 327 January 6ers plus Donald Trump. And this charge is a 20-year maximum felony charge. It's called a 1512C2 obstruction of Congress. And so what they're alleging is that the January 6ers obstructed Congress by tampering and destroying documents. That's what the actual letter of the law says. And my legal team and the January 6ers, we opine that it's, it's not even – I didn't even make it inside the building, Dan. So how could I destroy documents, tamper with them, obfuscate them, you know, doctor them? So basically the prosecutors, the federal prosecutors have – misapplied this law. They've over-broadly used it to, you know, as a bludgeoning tool to arrest and imprison hundreds of Americans. And so through the the court proceedings, you know, my district court uh, judge, Carl Nichols, he dropped and dismissed this charge originally because he even realized it was ridiculous that the prosecutor should have never used it. This, This law has nothing to do with January 6th. It's a blanket political charge. Then the prosecutors appealed it to the D.C. District Appeals Court. The District Appeals Court overturned my judge's decision to drop the case, so I had it back on me. And then the only left recourse then was for me and my legal team to file in the Supreme Court. I filed two other Jan Fixers, Fisher and Miller, filed in behind my legal team. Uh, Fisher was accepted, and you know we are we're awaiting our our hearing, and so this is a massive moment for the January 6th community, like I said, because it kind of shines a light at the end of the tunnel that maybe we are going to have a little bit of justice, because as of right now, Dan, we've been getting railroaded in the Washington D.C. courtrooms, absolutely slayed. It's a 99.7% conviction rate for Jan Sixers, and none of us have gotten off of felonies. That's only one person, got, one or two people got acquitted of misdemeanors, but people like myself who have felony charges, uh, it's a 100% conviction rate thus far. So um, w- tell me about the, the, what's going to happen with the Supreme Court. What, what do, you, do you know when you're going to have an opportunity to speak to the court? Uh, we're, my legal team's looking like we're going to go in front of them in June of uh, this uh, upcoming year. So there's a little longer to wait, but justice um, sometimes takes its time to, to root itself out. Um, you know, we've been really taking so many losses in the Jan 6 community, so much hurt and destruction by the FBI ripping apart families, 
dragging people out of their homes, kidnapping them and throwing them in these torture chambers in, uh, in various parts of the country. And so this is kind of like the turnaround moment that we've been waiting for. And I think that these George Soros federal prosecutors, Dan, they're shaking in their boots. They're realizing their, lo- their, their um, careers are on the line, um, that they've committed one of the most heinous and egregious overcharging acts of hundreds of Americans in U.S. history. And many of the judges and many of the prosecutors who went through with this political persecution are, are going to be facing severe consequences, maybe uh, being disbarred, removed from their positions of power, and then maybe even uh, criminally prosecuted at the end of the day for this uh, traitorous act that they've done against the American people by rounding us up and, and, and hauling us into prison um, for simply being protesters at, a, uh, at a, an event that, you know, uh, the Capitol Police attacked us and we had to defend our lives at. I mean, that's the, truth, that's the whole truth of the scenario. So we're hoping the Supreme Court airs in our favor. Uh, there is going to be a jail spring day, uh, January 6th, across the country. Uh, hundreds of us will be released on that day when the Supreme Court um, finds us uh, not guilty of the 1512 obstruction of Congress charge. And on top of that, the cherry on top of this case is Donald Trump himself will be saved from the political hunt um, on that particular charge, which is a very serious 20-year maximum felony. Dan, are you still with us? I think we've lost Dan. So, so, so Jake, what I want to know, uh, okay, so you're going to have to spend perhaps as much as another six months or so in jail because the, the court may not, uh, may not rule until the end of their term. Is that correct? Yeah, that, that's correct, and you know, all that time without a trial. Actually, in uh, 38 minutes from right now, Dan, I'm going to a impromptu court appearance. Um, they have me scheduled for a, a, a uh, telephonic uh, calling into the court via telephone. I have a status conference that just popped up. After the Supreme Court ruled on Wednesday that they were taking this case, now I have a court appearance here on Monday that was not scheduled. Um, so... We're going to be talking to my judge here shortly. I believe uh, I will be, God forbid, God forbid, I will be detained until the Supreme Court decides to hear this case without a trial, um, indefinitely, indefinite detention with no trial for 1,070 days now, Dan Perkins. This is uh, what tyranny actually looks like in America. This is not, you know, founding right. fathers and powdered wigs. Um, I'm currently going through tyrannical oppression in America. Right. So, so Jake, um, let's, let's, let's try and think positively for a moment that you, you're successful and the court agrees with you. Do you have any recourse against the government for what they've done? You and all the rest of the people? I mean, of course we do. I mean, the lawsuits that are going to come out of January 6th are going to be so crippling um, to the Bureau of Prisons, to the U.S. Marshals, to D.C. Jail. To the, to the courts that have oppressed us and stripped us of our rights. I personally, and I wrestle with this all the time, my relationship with God and, and the teachings of my Lord and Savior Jesus, you know, tells us that when somebody takes something from you to not even ask for it back, um, and when they tell you to go one mile to say, I will go two with you. And so for me, I don't really want their blood money. I don't want, you know, I just want liberty 
for my fellow Jan 6 political prisoners, and I want the American people to learn from the persecution that we have undergone, what tyranny looks like in America, and how uh, we need to better arm ourselves uh, in, in truth and in uh, the ability to stand up against this persecution through political means, through judicial means, and through any means necessary that we need to defend our country and our liberties. And I just pray that the American people become emboldened and more active in the active defense of our liberty versus communists and the despotic tyrants and Washington, D.C. swamp monsters that have thus far destroyed our country and imprisoned thousands of January Sixers. Does the, does the, do you have any recourse against the January 6th Commission, who obviously manipulated uh, the, they, the information? They, yes, yes, of course. They have committed slander, and, you know, it was really just a one-sided court case. It's like, you know, they presented their case without any January 6th defense, without anybody there to say, um... Actually, here's our side of the story. Actually, here's what our evidence says. It was a one-sided Soviet show trial um, that was really reprehensible and I think put a huge stain on the American way of life as far as what the people around the world look at, the, ju- the fairness of our justice system. I mean, I- I'm sh- even <laughs> at that point, actually, even Putin, because that was right around when the Ukrainian and, and Russian war started, even Vladimir Putin himself said, you guys have no right to ever point fingers and claim hierarchy on a righteousness scale or on, you know, uh, a scale of uh, not, not imprisoning polit- for people for political reasons to Russia anymore. Even he had our back around the January 6th Select Committee saying, this is uh, obvious propaganda, which, you know, obviously Russia and uh, the communists and the CCP are, are very famous for propagandizing and uh, Soviet show trials, um, and so we've really lost our moral high ground, uh, Dan, and I and I pray that we reclaim it uh, in the name of Jesus. But can you? And, and I'm 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 a Christian, and I understand the forgiveness. But even if you were exonerated by the court, and even if the the government and the various agencies have to make reparations to you. Is your reputation not ruined for the rest of your life? Uh, I, in many, in many people's lives have been completely destroyed. Their, their family businesses, they've run for generations, uh, uprooted and destroyed. Kids uh, hurt indefinitely. Uh, I mean... People have taken their own lives here, Dan. I'm, I'm choking up here because three January Sixers have, when the government came to persecute them and hit them with these, you know, extremely serious charges, uh, three people uh, buckled underneath the immense pressure and the destructive weight of the U.S. government. And we've lost lives. We've lost things that we can never get back. But money will mm-hmm. not never replace those things, and I believe my reputation will be vindicated and has already been vindicated in the court of public opinion. You go and watch The Truth About January 6th on j6truth.org. You're going to see a video of me saving the life of a black protester, my, my friend Philip Anderson. I didn't know him on January 6th. God just put us in the right place at the right time. He was nearly killed by Capitol Police brutality. 
Uh, on video, I'm caught dragging him out of a human dog pile that they murdered Roseanne Boylan in. And, you know, people, millions of people have seen that. Tens of millions of people have heard my interviews. Uh, we were on Charlie Kirk last week, Grant Finchfield, Lou Dobbs, explaining ourselves and, and, and telling the truth about January 6th. So in the court of public opinion, I believe that I've already been vindicated, and it, now it's time for the Washington, D.C. juries and the justice system to start. You have one minute remaining. To go ahead and catch up okay. with uh, what tens of millions of Americans already believe. Jake, we've been told we only have one minute left. Tell us, tell our audience how they can follow you and, and what's happening to you and the other January Sixers. Yeah, guys, you guys go to my Twitter, which is Jake Lang, J6. Um, and then the best way to help out this holiday season for the Jan Sixers, we have a monthly commissary sponsorship program. You can tangibly have a real impact in the Jan Sixers' lives, help them get food and hygiene products while they're in prison. Go to SponsorJ6.com. That's Sponsor, the letter J, the number 6.com. SponsorJ6.com. Thank you, Dan, so much for having me on. God bless you. Merry Christmas, brother. And we'll have you on again. Thank you.